Hey friends, welcome to this Quick Play episode of the Retro Game Guys podcast. I'm Dustin here with Zach and Alex. In our Quick Play episodes, we talk about arcade classics, early console games, and hidden retro gaming gems. And today we're talking about Secret Quest for the Atari 2600. Secret Quest is an action-adventure game <laughs> published by... Did I mess that up? Secret no. Quest? No, Secret it's just... Quest. No, yeah. And you got to keep this in. It, uh, for the listeners, uh, he had a hard time saying Quest. And he's already said it a bunch of times already. Yeah, you put it... It's like uh, Zach with the Japanese names. That's right. Mm -hmm. All right, Secret today we're Quest. talking about Secret Quest for the Atari 2600. Secret Quest is an action-adventure <laughs> game published by Atari and released in 1989, which is way late in the Atari 2600's lifespan. I mean, 16-bit no. systems like the Sega Genesis, TurboGrafx-16, they're hitting the U.S. market that same year. I mean, yeah. this, is, this is quite a bit into it. So uh, you can also play this game, Secret Quest, <laughs> on some Atari flashback plug-and-play consoles. I also have it on my Atari Flashback Portable, which I can't recommend highly enough if you're interested at all in the Atari 2600 library. It has 70 games built in, including Secret Quest, Missile Command, and several other games we've mentioned on the pod. Not only that, if you get the right model, which is the one with the Pac-Man on the packaging, you can sideload the rest of the 2600 library on an SD card. Uh, so we picked Secret Quest for this quick play because Zach mentioned that there was this game that was like Legend of Zelda, but for the Atari 2600. <laughs> uh, and the gameplay also requires that you use the Atari console's black and white switch similar to Star Master, which we played in a previous episode. So Zach, with that, what else do we know about Secret Quest? Oh man, now I have to say Secret Quest and say it properly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, I know, right. There's at least a few of them in here. Uh, well, as you said, Dustin, Secret Quest came out uh, super late in the Atari 2600's lifespan. Uh, as you guys probably remember, the Atari VCS, as the 2600 was originally called, it came out in 1977. Right. So Secret Quest was released 12 years after the system's debut. Right. Crazy. Um, by the way, I think the uh, VCS was uh, officially discontinued in like 92. Yeah. So that's like 15 years total. Craziness. In lifespan. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. Uh, well, Secret Quest wasn't the very last game released for the Atari 2600, as I read a couple places online, uh, but it certainly was one of the last from Atari. Uh, when I got my copy of Secret Quest a while ago, the first thing that I noticed was that it had a picture of Nolan Bushnell, the co-founder of Atari, right on the label. Not only co-founder of Atari, but also founder of Chuck E. Cheese. That's right. Yeah, we talked about <laughs> Nolan Bushnell on uh, several previous episodes. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese was uh, the place where Atari could test their arcade games with the public. Or coin test, to use a term that we learned from our buddy uh, and Cuba right. programmer, Warren Davis, coin mm -hmm. test. So anyway, the Secret Quest label says, by Nolan Bushnell, video game designer and Atari pioneer. Mm -hmm. uh, but as I found out, Nolan Bushnell was more of a producer than the actual programmer. Uh, so in the years after his Atari days, Bushnell formed a company called Axelon that made Atari peripherals, toys, and games. And Axelon struck a deal with Atari to use Bushnell's name on a game to promote the 2600 in its final years. They were trying to mm. squeeze out every dollar they possibly that's could right, that's right. at that time. Point. So he just used his name on the, on the yeah. game. That's it. Yeah. yeah. He was a producer, which is, we all know what a producer does, which is nothing. So oh, did he have a, <laughs> have a casting couch? Exactly. Nolan Bushnell <laughs> casting couch? Nolan Bushnell's catch, no one, casting no couch. Bushnell's <laughs> casting couch. <laughs> yeah. Nolan Bushnell was the Gary Kitchen of Atari. Wow. There you go. Yeah. Well, Nolan Bushnell, uh, he asked his team if anyone wanted to work on this new Atari game, and a programmer named Steve DeFrisco raised his hand. 
Uh, and I was able to catch an interview with Steve DeFrisco on YouTube uh, from a few years ago. And as he tells it, uh, Bushnell gave the direction to make an adventure game with hundreds of places to visit, hundreds of things to do, and a game that takes hours to play. <laughs> okay. And yeah, as so DeFrisco said, he responded to Bushnell with uh, probably a few uh, curse words. Then he said, uh, we're talking 16K of code and 128 bytes of RAM. We can only do so much, <laughs> but uh, I'll see what I can do. There you go. <laughs> On a twelve-year-old system, on a right. t- that has not been updated <laughs> since nineteen what seventy-seven. Yeah, that your sprites can only have colors uh, horizontally have to be the same color. Like, right. hold on. So, <laughs> like so when this, people. so when Atari came out, Star Wars had just been released and basically redefined uh, the movie. I had just industry, been released, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, in 19- I'm a product of that year. In nineteen eighty-nine, Batman came in, out. I was in middle school. Yeah, right? Indiana yeah. Jones and the Last Crusade came out. Right. Lethal right. Weapon 2 came out. Back oh. to the Future 2 came out. <laughs> um, oh, and the Game Boy was released. And right. this guy, Bushnell, and the is like, you know, what the kids, out. you know what the kids are going to really love? They're going to really love <laughs> a game that takes hours to play on the Atari that no one's playing anymore. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Make, That's a good make, idea. Make me a Zelda, basically, what he, what he said. Right, but but yeah, and then and then uh, DeFrisco said like yeah, I could I can make the world big, but it's gonna all look the same, which <laughs> which it totally does. That's right. Because right, like how could you make so, all these different places when yeah, box with a line so much around to work with? Yeah, yeah. Um, dude, this this room has two exits, and this one has three exits. That's right. One one. You should just call this game rooms. <laughs> rooms. That's right. Rooms. Well, DeFrisco ended up, he said that uh, uh, 75% of the final game design was his, even though he never got credited on this the packaging. Like the act, else. This is like the anti-Activision move. Like, <laughs> I'm going to take is. credit. I'm going to put my name on it. The guy who actually did the work, you know what? You get nothing. So you know what, though, dude? We're, we're shining a light here today on Steve DeFrisco. That he you, probably doesn't want it. You well, probably, hey, and you probably shouldn't take but, it. Hey. We can talk more about what we think about the game, but you know what? <laughs> it was his baby. Either way, we should That's be. Right. We, his yeah. name should be on this, right? But you know, Nolan had uh, the name recognition, right? He was Atari royalty at the time, so That's you know, true. That's true. Kids love their Bushnell. Uh, so <laughs> all the kids and there are rats with pizza. That's right. All the kids who just bought, uh, you know, the Beastie Boys new album are, are walking around going, you know what, Nolan Bushnell, <laughs> they have that guy, Bush- wow. Nolan Bushnell T-shirts. It's like, yeah, Bushnell in like a Metallica font. <laughs> their shirts. Alex is just hoping he can somehow get his 1989 haircut back. Well, I mean, that's a prolific <laughs> year. I mean, it was the last year of the '80s. And this 1977, you know, consoles well, walking around going like, hey, look at all my rooms. The best team in <laughs> baseball won the World Series that year. So, yeah. Correct. There you go. Uh, See? There you that's go. right. There you that's go. That's right. There you go. So let's go back to Secret Quest here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now it does, For a quick play, we are sure had to already lining yeah. up the tangents today. It's oh, a yeah. sort of quick play. Medium play. <laughs> Medium play. Uh, so, Secret Quest does kind of play like Zelda. It's very stripped down, as we've already alluded to. Uh, it does have multiple rooms. It has some sword fights, items, and secrets. Checks those yeah. boxes. On what? I yes. Was, oh, okay. Yeah, there's multiple sword items. Fights. There's secrets, yeah. All right. sword, so, I mean, he waves, he waves his sword towards a wavy thing. <laughs> Something That's sticks out from fight. your pixel. Yeah. All right. So, in the game, you play, play as a spaceman on a quest to blow up invading alien spaceships. And you do this by infiltrating the ships, battling enemies, and finding secret self-destruct codes. And once you get the codes, you trigger the self-destruct sequence, and then you got to get the heck out of there. You got about yeah. twenty seconds to find a teleporter and escape. 
Uh, now, the game was pretty ambitious, um, and it doesn't stop there. Get this. The Secret Quest also features a password save. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, you enter your initials when you start the game, and then you during the game, you get like this list of symbols uh, that if you re-enter into the game, you could start back to where you pretty much where you left off. Yeah. Which, if you haven't played the game and you were on the first menu and you hadn't looked at the at the uh, manual, it's like, yeah. what is going on on this screen? There's a <laughs> right. bunch of squiggles. Well, Why if, am I doing this? If Where, how do I start the game? game because <laughs> to start the game, you have to put in a code of some sort, your initials that you're right, not yeah. told about. <laughs> but you don't know what that is, be. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of a mess. And then yeah. even the password, the characters are very close. So it's just like, it looks like a big jumble of lines. So yeah. a little spacing would have been nice on that. Right. But overall, I mean, password, I don't, there's probably not that many games on the Atari that have a password. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and this game, like um, Star Master, Dustin, you mentioned this earlier, you mm. hit that black and white switch on the Atari console to get to a sub screen. And on that sub screen, you could see like game progress, what like level you're on. Uh, yeah. And also tells you what, like, you know, how high you are in, like, a, uh, the floors, right? You're on the first floor, second floor, basement, oh, whatever right, that right, is. right, right, right. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Secret Quest, as ambitious as it was, flew under the radar. It wasn't a big hit for Atari. What? And uh, surprise, yeah, what? it was no Zelda. <laughs> didn't wow. hit Zelda at all. Hold on. Uh, so the, the, the kids didn't go running from the movie theaters all the way to <laughs> go play this uh, Norman Bushnell Brand new video. Did you hear? Guys, can you believe it? <laughs> yeah. Maybe They're still making games. Quest. Maybe it shouldn't have been so dang secret. Right. You know? <laughs> but uh, as ambitious as the game was, of course, didn't do too hot. Uh, didn't save Atari. But hey, maybe made a few bucks at the end there. Just kind of a cherry on top of a, a great run for Atari. And yeah. I thought, the reason I brought it up was I thought it was a really interesting game. And it shows kind of what the Atari can do in, in later years. Sure. Um, one more thing I want to mention about Steve DeFrisco, uh, the unsung hero. Uh, <laughs> he actually learned to program at San Jose State. Like Go right Spartans. Right. Yeah, right in our backyard. And he still I, lives and works here in the Bay Area. I, so, I and several of my family members have attended San Jose State. Go, like I said, go Spartans. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. Yeah, now let's talk about what we thought of Secret Quest. Little hints have oh. been dropped so uh, through here <laughs> a little bit, but I'll start off. Um yeah. <laughs> Were you able to pull yourself away from watching paint dry? No. So here's the thing. If this game had been released in 1982, I would have thought it was really awesome. It's a hit. Like, it, it's a hit. It's yeah. got, it's intricate. It's got, you know, you've got to remember, or, you know, in the case of some of our Twitter followers, they're drawing maps to remember how to get back. Cause you've only got 20 seconds. There's, passwords there's you know oxygen there's there's different things that you've got to do um but knowing this game came out so late, like 89 like all the games that were available in 89 i mean even from atari yeah. on the 7800 and stuff like this is just the game boy had come out right i mean that's what we're talking I, about here right. that's what they're super mario with. 3 yeah yeah, yeah. and and, and the whole like conceit of like this is what you know atari trying to compete with zelda like no i'm sorry this yeah even if I've had my issues with Zelda in the past, this isn't Zelda. I, I will say, like, if for some reason, you know, like me going from a, a 2600, say if you're an Atari household and you're still in the Atari world until you finally go to the Genesis in maybe 9091, sure, pick it up. It, it, it's good for a, a play. Um, I think the mo most interesting thing about this game is more about the, the history of it and how it how it came mm -hmm. out so late mm -hmm. and what, what those kind of things. Um, so I got through a few ships. Um, 
you know, it, it, it gets a little bit hectic to try to keep up with your oxygen, not get hit. Um, there is some challenge to the gameplay. So, yeah, I put a, I put some time into it, but I was glad to walk away from it after that. I, I just, <laughs> it wasn't, I mean, it just, it didn't ring, it didn't ring for me like some of these other games we've played recently, like for quick play, like Keystone Capers. Like, that's a fantastic game, yep. right? And it shows off the system, I think, as well, if not better than this game. Um, but I, I, I mean, I admire what they were trying to do, but man, it was a, too little too late, I think. Uh, Alex, let's hear your thoughts on this. All game. right, so Han, you're stranded on a desert island. You can pick E.T., uh, Secret Quest, mm. or uh, what was the Sega uh, video game that you didn't play? The the racing one. Oh, uh, Monica <laughs> Super, Monica Super Monica GP. I played it. I just stopped in the middle of the track. And All right, gave so up. you're on a desert island. Which game do you have? To, do you play? Um, now you're if on I know island. I'm gonna, if I know to I'm going to be stuck there for a long yeah. time, I'm going to do Super Monaco because I know okay. that eventually I'll probably figure that out <laughs> after f- 13 or 14 years. So yeah. as long as I have you know that much water supply, I, I, I'm going yeah. with Super Monica. And, yeah, uh, I played yeah. this game. I, I got through uh, one round, for, and I told you, Zach, I, I was like, "What's up with this game? Like, this is so confusing." I had, I didn't know how to start the game. I was playing online. I just played on a on a on a uh, emulator, and I was like, "What am I doing wrong?" I pressed every button. And I was like, I, "Then I had to look up the the game manual, and it said you have to put in your initials in order to start the game." Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, like that's a little unusual, and the game starts, and um, <laughs> if they had, ju- if the guy had just copied verbatim as much as you could in in Atari code, the first level of Zelda, this game would have been great. This game sucked. There's nothing <laughs> good about this game. It's horrible. Don't waste your time. If you see this game at a garage sale, buy it and burn it. It's trash. Oh, E.T. is better because at least you get to think about the movie and you have that music going through your head. This game had nothing. The music in this game sucked. Yeah, the music was pretty slightly repetitive. Yeah. yeah. And, and the thing here, read that. You know what's you know what's funny is that this guy's like, oh, I'll make this game do all this stuff. And Bushnell's like, yeah, kids are going to spend hours on this. You know what's great about Zelda? It's an open world and you could do things and you could not kill uh, enemies and you could go complete your missions without doing certain things. In this game, you can't skip an enemy. You have to kill all of them in all the rooms in order for the, the stage to complete. And so yeah. it's very much not like Zelda. Um, well, you, can, you, can, you don't have to fight every single enemy, but if you if you want to replenish your health and your oxygen, well, that's, and yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, that, dude, yeah, there aren't any secrets and right. stuff, and and it's based on that that Atari um, formula where you're like racing against the clock, right? You're right. racing mm-hmm. against something, and it's like you know, it's almost as if Atari never got out of that phase, the racing against the clock phase. And well, you know what? I mean, what? Games in 1989, some of them didn't have clocks at that point. Right. Most of I mean, the, most of the, the enjoyment of playing Super Mario Brothers three, I think that's the one with the raccoon, right, where you could fly mm-hmm. and stuff. The that was the, the raccoon. You know, where you could fly. <laughs> where you could fly. Interesting. Did way I have a timer for the record, but yeah. Well, who cares about that yeah. though? I mean, you were flying around as Mario, and you want me to spend hours playing this game with the sword to kill. Come on. This game sucked. <laughs> All right. We're going to move on uh, because it's clear that Alex loved this game and wants us to do, you know, Secret I would still Quest rather 2. play this game than Wizards and Warriors. Hands <laughs> oh, well, down. That's, that's, that's crazy talk. Absolutely. Never, never, absolutely. Never. That's no just crazy way. talk. I'll take Zach, Secret Quest Zach, all day I'm, long. 
mute muting Alex time, Zach. Bring us bring us on with your thoughts. I completely agree with Alex. Uh, episode's over. No, I'm just kidding. There you go. Great. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. There no, you go. I I suggested this game for a reason. Like I think Steve DeFrisco was kind of set up to fail in some ways. Right. Because right. you really you cannot create an expansive world on the Atari. You really can't. I mean, it's just let's be real about that, right? But I think he did a, he did the best thing that he could. And I've seen some of the maps of these levels and like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty complicated. There's multiple yeah. rooms, yeah. there's stairs, there's, you know, you like Dustin, you said earlier, like you have to you know, find a code, enter the code and then get out. Insert, and so you have to know where all those rooms are because you have to get between those three rooms within 20 seconds. So yep. like there is some strategy and there's multiple weapons. I never got the gun and maybe the gun makes the game, the fighting more enjoyable or whatever. But like credit, credit. The fighting to, was horrible. Yeah, the fighting was hard because his enemies are fast, and you're trying to. I like, just, yeah, I, I was just hoping they ran into the stick. Basically, thing. yeah. <laughs> basically, the cool there's thing no about strategy, the enemies, there's there's no skill involved. It's like you're just running into things with the sword. Yeah, it's not that fun. That yeah. part of it, which is I guess a big part of the game. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess I just appreciated the fact that it was ambitious. And yeah. if someone's going to sit down and loves to draw maps and really get into it they probably would find something fun about this game and challenging about this game because it is a race against the clock. Um, it reminded me a little bit of like a cross between, if you guys remember Berserk, that game? Yeah. Yes. In no, then, for sure. The rooms and, are all very Yeah, and then like, uh, Alien yeah. Syndrome was another one, kind of the vibe I got where you set the bomb and you got to get out at a certain amount of time. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think this game is worth a play for the novelty part of it, for seeing what the Atari can do, attempting to do a Zelda you know, the first level is cool, you know, overall, just because it's a quick sample of the whole escape mechanism. Sure. But I think the novelty will wear off after a while because those battles agree. They totally get tedious. It's a hard to avoid hits with the sword. Yeah. Um, there well, is it's level, not even forgiving. Think, it's not even forgiving this game. It's like not, you're in, you're no, in no. the middle of, uh, of round one. <laughs> you run out, you end up running out of oxygen or you do something else because yeah. you can't figure out what the, uh, how, to, how to end the stage. You can't go into this room. You're like stuck. You get you're lost too. I, you're just like, I have no yeah, idea like, where I'm at. I can't and all tell. of a sudden the game ends. All of a yep. sudden the game ends and you're back to the home screen. You're like, what just happened? <laughs> you know what's funny <laughs> is I, in, that, in that documentary I watched of Steve DeFrisco is he's like demoing the game. He's like, oh yeah, here's the game play where he totally dies on like the third level. And, and it's like, dude, you made this game. And you're <laughs> I like, got to the third level. And he, Come and on, he was man. getting his butt kicked on all the fights and I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, oh yeah, there's no way these guys are going to survive another room. He's just dead. <laughs> but uh, I will say, I'll make one more recommendation and maybe Alex, you won't listen to any of my recommendations sure. after bringing up this game for sure. you to you but there's a game that's similar it's called dark chambers okay. and that one came out in 1988 like pretty close late in the atari's lifespan but this game actually had it kind of plays like gauntlet it has oh, okay. uh, two players simultaneous uh multiple enemies on screen not just one the screen scrolls as you you know as you advance mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, and it's it's kind of has a cool like monster thing. There's skeletons and all kinds of stuff. So this is another game to check out I'm if you're a fan of adventure games on the Atari. Um, okay. It's called Dark Chambers. I'm in. Let's play. When you first uh, uh, suggested this game, I took a quick look at it and uh, I realized that there was they used that black and white switch again for a secondary menu. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. here's here's a great compliment to the the last quick play we played. And yeah. Right. With with the other one, uh, I forget Star the Master. Name, Star Master. Uh, it. it I f- even though it was lacking in graphics and all that other stuff, I felt like that game really had a lot to offer. It definitely far as sucked like, you in a little bit more. It Absolutely. definitely sucked you in. I was like, okay, Zach found another one. 
that will do the same thing. <laughs> and it totally did, did not. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. Uh, I'm right, right into that trap. I'm down right. for playing horrible games so long as I don't have to sit through <laughs> Wizards and Warriors oh. death music. We're there's doing that There's at least again. three more Wizards and Warriors games out there, so we'll get yeah. to those oh, eventually. Yeah, so long as the music's different, I'm fine. <laughs> Zach, how far, the did, music. Zach, how far did you get uh, in this game? I think I got to the fourth ship. Oh, okay. And by that time, I uh, I just got lost. I could because I, I wasn't going right. to draw a map. And then I looked up the maps, like I said, and they were like, right, right. You know, like someone tried to map a human brain or something. And I was like, oh my god, like there's so Get many it. you know different places to go. And um, I did notice one thing though. Like I think it was either the second or third level um, where you have to enter multiple codes, right? So yeah. the first level, you only have to enter one symbol to like you know trigger the self destruct. But like on the second and third, you enter multiple. Well, on the yep. one that was three. I only got one. I only found one symbol, so I just sat there and just like, yep, tried different symbols. <laughs> That's exactly and then what I did. It made it work and just got the heck out of there. So I was like, yeah, you can kind of work around playing. I the did game that. A yeah, too. I did that on this second level. It's exactly what it yeah. is. Like, I don't know where the second symbol is, but I can put the first one in and just kind of keep scrolling and hitting enter. It doesn't penalize you. So yeah. Anyway. And I got to, I think I got to, yeah, level four. And then I, there was this one guy that looks like the Kool-Aid man that kept hitting me over and over and I couldn't attack him very effectively. So I was like, yeah, I think that's about it. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for this quick play episode <laughs> of the Retro Game Guys podcast. Uh, in a couple of weeks, we'll be releasing our next full episode on the motorcycle combat game Road Rash. Road Rash. Yes. Having so and much fun with this game. For the PlayStation. It's been, it's been already some fun uh, uh, chatter out there on Twitter about this game. I'm mm-hmm. really looking mm-hmm. forward to... Uh, to bringing this one to our audience. Uh, if you'd like to play along with us, play the game and post your progress with the hashtag BeatRetroGameGuys. For Zach and Alex, I'm Dustin saying stay safe and game on. Until next time, friends. In our quick play episodes, we talk about arcade classics, early console games, and hidden retro gaming gems. And today we're talking about Secret Quest. Ah, <laughs> uh, Secret Quest? Quest? Secret Quest. Wish money penny. Secret. You were doing so well there. That was. I was doing. That was very professional. Professional. All right. Secret quest. Secret quest. Secret crush. Secret crush. Secret crush. (laughs) The opinions and views expressed on the Retro Game Guys podcast represent the views of the speaker alone and are not the views of our employers.